brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we're going to be going in-depth into my week number 12 wide receiver top 30 rankings, as well as tiers on the week. But before we could get into things, I would like to ask that if you guys are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video, that you please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And while you're down there, whether you are new to the channel or not, please make sure that you do leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton. If you want to follow me on Twitter, please do so on the screen right now. Cool graphics showed up at NotoriousFNTSY. We're going to be talking about our sponsor, BetMGM, a little bit later. So without further ado, let's get into my week number 12 top 30 wide receiver rankings and tiers. We begin with tier number one at the wide receiver position. All three of these wide receivers, in my opinion, are must-starts on the week. At number one, we have Tyreek Hill of the Miami Dolphins going up against the Houston Texans at home in Miami. Currently on the season in half PPR, Tyreek Hill is the wide receiver number four. And this matchup up against the Houston Texans is a straight-up wet dream for anyone who has Tyreek Hill on their fantasy football team. The Houston Texans defense is going to get their ass ripped open by the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are 14-point favorites. In this spot coming out of the bye, I expect a trouncing and ass whooping by the Miami Dolphins inflicted onto the Houston Texans. The only issue with this matchup is that the Dolphins might score so much in the first half that they come out in the second half kind of gun shy, just running the rock a lot with Jeff Wilson. Raheem Mostert probably not going to end up playing. Even in that case, though, you would think Tyreek Hill still does so good in the first half that it does not end up mattering. At number two, we have Devontae Adams of the Las Vegas Raiders going up against the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. Inside of his last three games in half PPR, he was the wide receiver one, six, and one. Currently the wide receiver number three on the season. The Seahawks defense is certainly underrated, but at the end of the day, it's not like they're one of the best defenses in the NFL. Adams has five total touchdowns in his last three games, and we shouldn't be surprised 
surprised at all if he finds the end zone this week. So I love Adams up against the Seahawks defense. I also think this game could be sneaky, super high scoring. At number three, we have DeAndre Hopkins of the Arizona Cardinals going up against the LA Chargers this week at home in Arizona. Wide receiver 15 in back-to-back games for DeAndre Hopkins, but that was without Kyler Murray. So I think with Kyler Murray back under center, we're to see DeAndre Hopkins go back to how he was at the start of this season. Not technically the start of the season because he was, you know, suspended. Someone in the NFL started calling him steroid boy. Uh, wide receiver 10 and 2 in his first two games back for the Arizona Cardinals. I love him this week up against the Chargers. This is another game that I believe could be incredibly high scoring. Now I move to tier number two, beginning with my guy, Jalen Waddled away, Waddle Waddle, and he waddled away till the very next day. Bum, 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 of the Miami Dolphins going up against the Houston Texans at home in Miami. Wide receiver 38, 6, and 3 over his last three performances, and he's currently the wide receiver number seven on the season. Again, I have the same exact worries about Tyreek Hill that I have for Jalen Waddle, but Ultimately, again, this is a wet dream matchup. This is a fantastic matchup up against a garbage defense. I fully expect Jalen Waddle to take advantage of that in this spot. At number five, we have A.J. Brown of the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the Green Bay Packers at home in Philly on Sunday night football. Back-to-back shit games out of A.J. Brown, wide receiver 48 and 93. Prior to that, those last three games were wide receiver 14, 1, and 11. Ultimately, this is something we have to talk about every single week, and that's the fact that the Philadelphia Eagles have so many weapons offensively that they're bound to be down games for these guys. Even though A.J. Brown is one of, in my opinion, the most talented wide receivers in the NFL, the fact that they have Devontae Smith, they have Miles Sanders, they even have Quez Watkins who can catch those deep down the field throws. They have Jalen Hurts who on the goal line can run at any point, can run basically at any point on the field, and that hurts A.J. Brown's upside. But ultimately, this team is so fucking good, and there's really no way you can rank him outside of the top 10. Even if he has a couple of down games, I still believe in A.J. Brown. At number six, we have Titty Boy Tee Higgins of the Cincinnati Bengals going up against the Laetite Dons in Tennessee. Wide receiver number four last week up against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. Now, the health and availability of Jamar Chase is certainly up in the air. Right now, we will know a lot more on Sunday. Right now, I would say it's probably a 50-50 chance if he ends up playing or ends up not playing. Once we get more confirmation, it'll be a lot easier to talk about this, though. Obviously, if Jamar Chase, then T. Higgins is going to have to drop down in the rankings. The Tennessee Titans got absolutely embarrassed by the Cincinnati Bengals in the playoffs last year, so I think they're going to come out hungry for blood, but I do think T. Higgins plays well in this game. I don't think this will be a higher scoring affair, but I still think T. Higgins gets it done for fantasy football. At number seven, we have Mike Evans of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going up against the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Back-to-back down games for Mike Evans, wide receiver 45 and 34, though we have seen some really great games out of Mike Evans, including week four up against the Kansas City Chiefs, where it was the wide receiver number one on the week. Tom Brady has looked a lot better. The Cleveland Browns defense has gotten beat the shit out of back-to-back weeks by the Bills and the Dolphins. I think that Mike Evans plays quite well in this matchup. At number eight, we have scary Terry McLaurin of the Washington Commanders going up against the Atlanta Falcons at home in Washington. Now, when it comes to Terry McLaurin, we talk about this every single week. Taylor Heineke is better for Terry McLaurin, but Terry McLaurin is incredibly risky game in and game out. Because there are going to be some games where 
Taylor Heineke is on fucking fire, NBA Jam style. To me, Taylor Heineke is a lot like Ryan Fitzpatrick. You're going to get those hot games, the Fitz magic, and you're also going to get the Fitz tragic, the down games where he's basically playing like fucking Helen Keller out there. But ultimately, Terry McLaurin's upside with Taylor Heineke under center is so high. The matchup is incredibly juicy. I love Terry McLaurin in this spot. At number nine, we have my guy Chris Olave of the New Orleans Saints going up against the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco, coming off an absolutely heater of a game up against the LA Rams. Six receptions, five targets, 102 yards, and a tug. 19 fantasy points, wide receiver seven. Currently the wide receiver number 12 on the season. The issue is this matchup up against the 49ers is incredibly scary, but at the end of the day, I still do think he gets it done because he's such a great player. At number 10, we have Amari Cooper of the Cleveland Browns going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home in Cleveland. Something we talked about last week in the wide receiver start or sit video, as well as in the wide receiver ranking video, is the fact that Amari Cooper is dominant 50 shades of gray style at home and then when they travel somewhere else Amari Cooper is ice fucking cold but he broke those allegations last week at Buffalo in Detroit 12 targets eight receptions 113 yards not one but two touchdowns wide receiver number two on the week 27 fantasy points and guess what they're back at home this week so I really like him even up against a tougher Bucks defense now we move to tier number three headlined by DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks going up against the Las Vegas Raiders a down game last week as the wide receiver number 34 technically not last week because they're on by last week but the last game out in Munich up against the Bucks wide receiver 34 prior to that wide receiver 18 and 16 we have seen this year that DK Metcalf is incredibly boomer bust he's had games inside of the top 10 the top 12 and also games where his wide receiver 64 63 82 53 so while he is boomer bust this is a matchup where he should be busting all over the Raiders defense and not a negative way in a good way at number 12 we have Depot Samuel of the 49ers going up against the New Orleans Saints now interesting enough if you look at Debo Samuel's schedule the two big games he has had were in prime time week 11 up against Arizona in Mexico City week four up against the Rams at home in prime time this game not in prime time Kind of getting a little bit worried. Now, Debo's stats are very similar to Debo last year. The issue is he's just not scoring touchdowns at an exorbitant rate, exorbitant rate, but ultimately, you can't really count out a guy like Debo. Samuel at number 13, we have the king of the Corvette, 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 the king of TikTok, Juju Smith Schuster of the Kansas City Chiefs going up against the LA Rams. Everyone, or based upon what I've read, it seems like Juju is going to be good to go. He was on a stretch prior to getting hurt in week number 10, whereas wide receiver 69. Very nice. I like my name of Borat. Wide receiver 15, 4, and 7. The Rams defense is not the Rams defense we thought they were going to be going into the season. So I think we get an absolutely fantastic chef's kiss bounce back game out of Juju again assuming that he plays in this game but before we could pivot into the rest of the wide receivers for today's video I would like to give you guys a quick word for our friends and our sponsor over at BetMGM they've been on your screen this whole entire time so if you're a brand new user please make sure you click on the link in the video description down below or in the pinned comment to activate this offer now this offer is based on the World Cup and even if you don't know anything about soccer, the World Cup, you could still take advantage of this offer because all you do is bet $10 on any World Cup game, pregame money line. Regardless of if your bet wins, loses, doesn't fucking matter because you will still receive $200 in free bets as long as someone scores a goal in the World Cup 
during the World Cup, which is guaranteed to happen. So make sure you guys check that out. I'm going to show it on the screen right now. You, all you got to do is go to the top of the screen, click on soccer. There's a little soccer ball next to it, and then pick whatever game you want. You could pick your favorite uh, country, or you could just pick the favorite overall. You click on that. You bet $10 on it, and you'll win $200 in free bets if someone scores a goal in the World Cup, which is guaranteed to happen. And you can use those free bets on football, NBA, whatever you want. So make sure you guys take advantage of it right now before it disappears very soon. It's not going to be here forever. Tier four at the wide receiver position begins with Christian Kirk of the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Baltimore Ravens back-to-back games as a top five wide receiver, currently wide receiver 11 on the season. Now, Christian Kirk is at mercy, Lord have mercy, of the fact that Trevor Lawrence could have a bad game, but he could also have a great game. In the games where Lawrence does good, typically Christian Kirk is fucking eating like I assume Ezekiel Elliott's fat ass does at Thanksgiving. Or you see him have an awful game. But ultimately, the Ravens defense is pretty decent, but I still think Christian Kirk gets it done. I mean, two top five games in a row. Got to give him some sort of credit. At number 15, we have Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going up against the Browns in Cleveland. We finally saw a top 15 finish out of Godwin in week number 10. They were on bye last week, as as well as all the other teams in Florida and the Seattle Seahawks. Wide receiver 14. This guy continues to be peppered with targets over his last five games. 8, 10, 11, 13, and 12 targets but he just wasn't doing much with them. Last week, he did, or last time out, he did. I love this matchup against the Browns. I think it's time to hop back onto the Chris Godwin bandwagon. At number 16, we have Keenan Allen of the LA Chargers going up against the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. Mike Williams will not be playing in this matchup, giving an even further boost to Mike Williams. This matchup, again, does have all the potential to be an incredibly high-scoring shootout. Keenan Allen looked incredible in his first game back. Now, he didn't put up like the craziest of numbers against the Chiefs. Eight targets, five receptions, 94 receiving yards, 10 fantasy points, wide receiver 30. Again, nothing that you were going to jizz your pants watching, but he did look really good and I jizzed in my pants. Keenan Allen should be in for a big week this week up against the soft ass Arizona Charmin Ultra Soft Cardinals defense at number 17. We have Tyler Lockett in my pocket. Skirt! Now, comparing DK Metcalf to Tyler Lockett, Lockett has actually been more consistent this season, but I also know deep down that Metcalf kind of has a little bit more upside. Currently wide receiver 15 on the season. If you wanted to argue, Nick, you dumb motherfucker, put Metcalf ahead of, or put Lockett ahead of Metcalf. I'm not going to argue with you. I love this matchup up against the Raiders. If the Raiders offense can get it up, you know, they have trouble sometimes. They're in dire need of a Viagra Cialis. Ultimately here, this could be a real fun game. Next up, we move to tier number five, headlined by Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver 18 up against the New Orleans Saints. Now, the thing that kind of bothers me about Brandon Ayuk is that he's in such a crowded offense. They have McCaffrey, they have Debo, they have George Kittle. They also have the other running back whose name is escaping my head right now, Elijah Mitchell. A lot of guys to throw the ball to. Juwan Jennings. I'm just kidding about Juwan Jennings. Come on. That was a fucking joke. Juwan Jennings doesn't do shit for Brandon Ayuk. But we have seen real greatness out of him over the last five games. Wide receiver 10, 36, 24, 10, 3. Got to start throwing some respect on Brandon Ayuk's name. 
Wide receiver 16 currently in half PPR. The matchup up against the Saints isn't great. It also isn't bad. It's just pretty average. So again, I'm not screaming to the mountaintops that you have to start Brandon Ayuk this week. But what I will tell you is that I do think he's a relatively reliable starter. This week at number 19, we have Joshua Palmer of the LA Chargers going up against the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. Joshua Palmer has an excellent smile. I'm looking at it right now on Fantasy Pros where my rankings are. He's smiling. His teeth are incredibly white. Looking good, Joshua Palmer. Not a weird way, though. Joshua Palmer, wide receiver, three last week. Ten targets, eight receptions, 106 yards, two tugs, two tutties, 27 fantasy points, wide receiver number three. Again, I love this Cardinals matchup. I think Justin Herbert, the pervert, is going to fiddle and diddle that defense in the ass sodomy style. I really think this is a great matchup for Joshua Palmer, but I have talked myself a little bit more back into Mr. Keenan Allen. At number 20, we have Garrett Wilson of the New York Jumbo Jets. And notice how that Wilson, it would like my Tython. Uh, Garrett Wilson uh, going up against the Chicago Bears at home in MetLife, projected to rain, but that might just be the tears that Zach Wilson will be shedding on the sidelines. Wide receiver, 81 last week, Garrett Wilson. You motherfucker! You motherfucker, you. But at the end of the day, it really wasn't his fault. It was the fact that Zach Wilson sucked absolute donkey hog in that game. Prior to that, wide receiver 13 and 15 with Magic Mike White under center. I can feel the comeback from Garrett Wilson and the whole Jets offense. At number 21, we began with tier number six with Christian Watson. Now, this matchup sucks rotten eggs, okay? And that's just like some term that people would use. Like, like I imagine when someone says suck rotten eggs, that's like some shit you would hear in Drake and Josh back in the day when you were like nine years old watching TV on Nickelodeon. But hey, he gets the Eagles this week. That's a tough matchup. Strong matchup. But at the end of the day, you're not going to stay away from the heat, right? You're not getting out the kitchen because it's getting a little hot. Wide receiver two, wide receiver five, back-to-back games. I'm riding the heat wave. I understand that I have him ranked at 21. There's people that haven't ranked outside the top 30, but I'm no pussy. I ride the hot wave, baby, and I love Christian Watson in this spot, despite the fact that it is a little bit scary. At number 22, we have Cortland Sutton of the Denver Broncos going up against the Panthers in Carolina. Not the most ideal matchup. The Panthers' defense played incredibly well up against the Ravens last week, and we all know the Denver Broncos' offense is awful. Mr. Unlimited moves the ball up the field at the pace of a fucking snail, but at the end of the day, Cortland Sutton continues to be, over the last two weeks, a top 35 option. So again, I'm not banging the drum. I'm not screaming to the mountaintops, getting one of those horns that you need to start Cortland Sutton. But I do think he'll be all right in this game. In tier number six, all of these wide receivers have a lot of upside, but are also all relatively risky. At number 23, we have Devonta Smith. Now, Devonta Smith suffers the same uh, kind of ailment that we talked about when it came to A.J. Brown, right? Incredibly talented player. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen in Philadelphia. Great matchup up against the Packers defense. Back-to-back games inside the top 32. We know the upside is the fucking roof. The roof. Wide receiver, roof, roof, I sound like a fucking dog. Better watch out for Mike Vick. Wide receiver one in week number three. But he's had games as wide receiver 119. Wide receiver 75, 59, 53. So very inconsistent, but you still got to play him because of that upside at number 24, we have Perry Campbell, Perry Campbell of the Philadelphia not the Philadelphia Eagles, of the Indianapolis Colts going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers in prime time. Football. 
Wide receiver 10 in week 10 up against the Raiders. Last week in a tough matchup against the Eagles. Wide receiver 34. Maddie Ice Ice Baby loves to feed the boy Patty Campbell. The Steelers defense is a little bit scary. I will give them that. But ultimately, when you're getting so much volume, you got to keep riding with that. Trained at number 25, we have George Pickens of the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against. Perry Campbell and the Indianapolis Colts. Back-to-back games inside the top 24 at the wide receiver position. Last week, wide receiver nine up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Six targets, four receptions, eight three receiving yards, and a tug. Back-to-back games with a touchdown, three touchdowns in his last four performances. The Colts defense has kind of found water a little bit. They haven't been as shit as they were at points in the season, but ultimately, I do think George Pickens continues to get it done. He's a guy that I have easily ranked inside the top 25 this week. Now we move to tier number seven. This is where things really start to fall off the earth and where the point is very clear that this video was made after Thanksgiving because none of these guys would really be on the list if we included guys like Jefferson and Lamb and all the other fellows, Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, who played on Thanksgiving. At number 26, we have my guy Tyler, yeah, Boyd, of the Cincinnati Bengals going up against the Atlanta Titans in Tennessee. If, if, if Jamar Chase does not end up playing, then Boyd is going to rise slightly up the rankings. He's been pretty down bad recently, wide receiver 53, 33, 25, wide receiver 3 before that. You kind of know what you're getting with Tyler Boyd, and that's a relatively safe player that will never probably hit the nuts and have that game where he just puts your team on his back, but he's also probably never going to sink the ship. That's just kind of how I think of Boyd at number 27. We have Michael Pittman Jr., who has been not the best in reality. Wide receiver 22 on the season, but really inconsistent. Wide receiver 5, 36, 63, 45, uh, 49, 42, 48, 37, 27. Been a top five wide receiver twice. But again, I think this Pittsburgh defense is pretty legit. And I really think I'm much more comfortable playing Paris Campbell than Pittman Jr. at this point. At 28, we have my guy Traylon Burks. Had his breakout game last week up against the Packers in Green Bay. Eight targets, seven receptions, 111 yards. Wide receiver number 13. I want to see him bounce back, not bounce back, but have back-to-back games. Playing really solid. I don't love this matchup up against the Bengals defense, though. At number 29, we have DPJ Donovan Peoples-Johns of the Cleveland Browns going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home in Cleveland. He's had three straight performances inside of the top 32 at the wide receiver position, capping off as wide receiver 14 up against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo last week. I think people need to start respecting Donovan Peoples-Jones a little bit more. And to close out the top 30, we have Alan Lazard of the Green Bay Packers going up against the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. Back-to-back shite games out of Alan Lazard, wide receiver 40 and 56. Though we have seen greatness out of him, two top 10 games, multiple top 20 finishes. We just gotta hop back on the saddle again. I don't love Alan Lazard, but he is a guy that I would consider starting this week. Guys that are being left out of this list to bring up would be uh, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Curtis Samuel, Drizzy Drake London, and Brandon Cooks. Thank you guys again so much for watching today's video. If you did end up enjoying, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below as well as hitting that like button. It would help me out a ton. If you want to follow me on Twitter, please do so at NotoriousFNTSY. Make sure you guys check out our sponsor today's video, BetMGM. Link down below in the comment section. I love you guys all so much. Hope you have a great you guys day. And as always, good boy!
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.